and it is a very old tradition in india getting enlightened liberation through sound so much so that there is a separate branch of yoga called nad yoga because if you go into the oldest spiritual books in human history which is vedas vedas are nothing else but mantras vibrations and there are very clear mention that by focusing on nad or vibration or sound many were fully liberated reach to the highest consciousness even buddha's disciple there is a mention that one of the buddha's direct disciple he went into nirvana through sound and that sound was in the body the vibration of life energy and last time we talked that sound and music are the most powerful meditation practices they are very physical so even if we are distracted we can practice them also because we have voice the instrument and according to our voice we can change anything we can create our own chants our own singing and sound and voice is the only modality which actually activates the whole brain from top to the bottom and lot of animals actually they heal themselves through the sound and one of them is cat cats purring so mira and myself had a walk uh yesterday in the forest and mira mentioned about it and i went into details of it actually there are research studies done which clearly mention that cats they purr when they feel good they also feel they also purr when they are not well in both because when they are feeling good happy they want to express it when they are not feeling well this purring actually is their humming and met mentioned uh, a short mantra so hum actually even before om 
came the hum. Hum is the original vibration and different animals, they produce that humming in different ways. And in cat, it is purring. And what they found evidence that it secretes, it releases endorphins in the cat. Endorphin is a healing hormone. So when in a cat there is a wound, a ligament tear, a fractured bone, that is how they heal. That is one of the ways. In giraffes too, giraffes they hum in the night. Not only to communicate with each other, but actually to heal themselves. The wear and tear of the day. And precisely the same thing happens in human being that if we are able to find the right sound, the right music, it will percolate into our body, into each organ, each cell and will heal us at cellular level. So during the day, you will accumulate all kinds of things. And in the night, if somehow you are able to create a vibration, the sound in the body, the healing will occur in the night. I'm observing in my body for the last 25 years. This river of vibration and sound, it flows almost every single night. Sometimes mildly and sometimes with intensity. And in the morning when we, I wake up, everything is fresh. All the aches and pains are gone. Day looks so new because that is very much the quality and that quality is very well mentioned in Nad Yoga. The yoga of sound and music. But how it works? So let's talk about practicality. So I can experiment. I can apply to my life. And for that, for the sake of ease, clarity, I will describe the whole process in five stages. Fifth is not really stage because it is completely a spontaneous one. And at the very end of this session, we are going to practice it also. So you will get idea by practice. First stage of sound and music is called Vakari. Vakari in Sanskrit. Forget about this word I just mentioned because it's, it's described, I think, four or five thousand years ago. Vakari means loud. So when I'm singing, when I'm chanting, when I'm humming, it has to be loud. First stage. And loudness means I want to express myself. I want to find my voice in the world. 
because if I have a voice, if I have thoughts, I have emotions, I have a body, I have to express it because that is what nature wants. And if we are not able to express, it will actually suffocate us. So the first one is Vakari, the loud. So I'm asserting myself. And in Kundalini Yoga, the place of Vakari is of course at the fifth chakra. Sound box here. That is how we express. It's connected with sound. Now, we are finding our place through our voice in the world. Simultaneously, these vibrations are going inside us. So the whole body becomes like a sound box. The whole body is purring, just like cat. And those vibrations are changing everything at cellular level. So according to the mother of Pondicherry, who was the companion to Shri Aurobindo, she said, if you want some changes at cellular level, go for a mantra or chant the most powerful effect. That is the first stage. We start with loud. We can hear, other people can hear, body can hear. But that is only in the beginning. Because now we want to go in depth. What we do? We whisper. We whisper. And this stage is called Madhama, in the middle. So we are not doing anything loudly, but whispering. Why whisper? Now we are half in the world and half in sight. Just like you have seen the images of Buddha, Buddha's eyes are half closed. Why they put it? Because at the level of Buddha's eyes, outer world and inner world, both are meeting. When our eyes are completely open, we are connected with the outer world. When our eyes are completely closed, we are connected with the inner world. But there is a stage in between in Buddha's eyes. He's out there, he's in here. Sansara is nirvana, nirvana is sansara. World is nirvana, the liberation, liberation is the world. They interpenetrated. And that is the beauty of whisper. And we cannot whisper unless we are very attentive, focused. When I'm chanting loudly, I may be not aware much and it's the chanting will go on because it will become mechanical because I'm hearing something. Once we start whispering, I have to pay attention. 
And those moments of attention, we whisper also. So when we whisper to our lover or beloved, means we are now totally focused. We are paying total attention. So I'm not asserting in the outer world only. Now I'm exploring inner world, the meeting point of inner and outer. Second stage. So after loud, the whisper. Then the third stage is silence. And this silence, sound, mantra became a very big hit in 60s. Mahesh Yogi, Maharshi, he created the most popular meditation, transcendental meditation. What is transcendental meditation? Transcendental meditation is nothing as a mantra is given, a chant is given, but you have, to, this is your secret. You have to ch uh, chant it silently if possible. Repeat it. More you become silent, more attentive you have to be. You cannot be distracted and chanting silently. This is an impossibility. In order to, to be attentive to the silence, you have to focus all your energy. So we are basically going inward. So not only we are healing now, actually we are accessing through this silence all our inner resources. And where those resources are, those resources are in our body. And through the body, in our mind. So in this state of silence, we are totally connected with our body and mind. So we are opening a door. A beautiful door to what? Something even larger. Because in that silence, that is why when we are silent with someone, with nature, we are in communion. I always tell people when you are walking through the forest, sometimes when you are sitting with your lover and beloved, become silent. Silence means communion. Words mean communication. Both are necessary. But in communication, we are separated. In spite of the fact we are communicating. So as soon as I look at the autumn tree, and I said, how beautiful. Basically, I'm disconnected from the body, from that beauty. What I'm doing, I'm merely giving it a word, which is in comparison of what we call ugly, because beautiful stands 
not its own. It is in comparison of something ugly. So this tree is beautiful. So my communion is broken. It is a communication. So whenever we appreciate and we think, oh yeah, I'm fully enjoying, actually not. The direct connection is broken. What came in between is the word. So we must communicate, of course, but we almost, we must also be in communion, which happens in this silence. So in this silence, in the third stage, we are in communion, in direct experience of our mind and body. And as soon as that happens, doors open to the larger life, vibration, sound, which are there all the time because everything in our universe, in nature, is nothing else but sound and vibration. Everything is energy. All energy is vibration and all vibrations are sound. Some of them we hear and some of them we don't. That is the difference. So this is the third stage, silence. So loud, whisper, silence. And silence in Sanskrit is called Pashyanti. Pashyanti means now we are directly seeing. So if you go into the, to the literal meaning of the word, it means directly seeing it. Third stage. Fourth stage is now we are becoming effortless. That means whatever sound, whatever mantra, whatever singing we introduced, now repeating itself. We are not doing anything. We are in silence. So this night I woke up and there was a beautiful song going on and on and on. And I was like, a very, very beautiful one. I had no intention to sing it, but I was awake from 3 to 4 a.m. And this song is going. That is a stage of para, going beyond effort. Now you need not to do anything. Now it is going to snowball. Means it will increase. It will increase. So from loud to the whisper, whisper to the silence, from silence to effortlessness. And what will happen after that will be the most miraculous that one day, in one moment, we will be completely released into the universal sound and music. And what is that original sound, original vibration? Hum. Hum. Everything in our nature and universe, including human beings, all languages, the source sound is hum.
you go to a frozen lake and you put your ear on the ice, you will hear a very deep hum of that ice, a big thick sheet of ice. Ocean, earth, planets, organs, animals, each cell is humming a modified form of hum. And probably I mentioned last time that physicist John Kramer, he accumulated the vibration of the origin or the emergence of the universe. Because when our universe emerged, it created microwave radiation. And those microwave radiation, you can actually record. He recorded it for two or three years and created a 1.5 minute audio. One and a half minute video audio and that audio is actually available on YouTube. And what it is, it is a loud hum. He called it sound of the universe. So from that universal hum to the single cell in my body, it is all one fundamental vibration. But when these hum, when these vibration, they combine, they form numerous patterns. Your thoughts hum, your emotions hum, your body hum, your heart hums, your liver hums, everything, tree hums, leaves hum, snowflakes hum. So that is why certain words when you use, they have that vibration, either a negative pattern or a positive pattern. A positive pattern is when we talk about love, compassion, kindness beauty, mantras. A negative pattern is when we say swearing words, hateful words, anger. And one of the person who is studied is, is a Japanese man that actually if you speak certain words to the water, the arrangement of the water crystal will change. And it makes sense. Because everything is ultimately that basic hum, that basic vibration, different patterns, either negative or positive. And what we want to gradually take it to the positive. And from positive, we take a leap, an effortless leap into this fundamental hum of the universe because from that fundamental hum comes all life. Single cell vibrating with that hum. And 
what is the experience of this source hum it is a uniform it is like buzzing of a bee or a very fine tuning fork so your body and around your body this buzzing will happen it seems pretty boring because it will be all the time actually it is not it is like a drone which indian musicians use when they want to create any raga because that is a standard the major the scale but the beauty of this uniform undifferentiated limitless eternal buzzing is you are buzzing with with it so your body is massaged all the time can you imagine your cells are internally massaged what will be the experience the experience is sense of joy rapture happiness and, and when it becomes a strong you fall into ecstasy bliss so much so that sometimes body is unable to bear it body goes into spasm can't take so much of rapture and joy and bliss because body has its limits meanwhile this is massive energy internal massage sense of well-being so this buzzing actually the sweetest of music in that state because now you reach to the very bottom of all emotions and thoughts so they don't trouble because they all reduce to this uniform undifferentiated happy energy and also it keeps on healing you as i said once you are quiet once you are in the night in your bed that is where its healing effect is the maximum of course it goes every single day also and to tell you there is nothing mystical nothing metaphysical nothing is spiritual about it although we can give it any form it is nothing else but life's energy which is vibrating through it you can call it by divine god spirit it doesn't matter but it is pure and simple because our mind when it experiences it dances with it celebrate with it it start writing poetry songs music art and suddenly mystique comes but in its fundamental pure simple accessible tangible biological natural in those moment we are liberated Thank you.